0: Foley
1: artists. (laughs) I was trying to be those CNN breaking news violins. How did I do? (laughs) (laughs) This is Miranda. Anju. And Pooja. With the Jilted Indian podcast, and we are talking about daisy news today we're gonna have some fun talking about our girl priyanka what else are we talking about
0: we have a brand new segment called get away come here where we are gonna tell people to get the hell away from us and other people to come be our friend we look forward to that (laughs) (laughs) so we want to talk about priyanka chopra she's been in the news lately one for her stunning attire yet again at the met gala And then, because she's best friends with the Duchess of Sussex, there was speculation that she was a bridesmaid, but she showed up to that wedding to slay, like most of the women. We should actually have an entire segment on the fashion of the women of that wedding. And she's also stepped out from the red carpet with one Mr. Nick Jonas Mm. to talk about Priyanka. She's slaying on all fronts. She's also so socially conscious, but she's been put in a bit of a pickle due to her employer, and the writing of a recent episode of Quantico Which is
1: where we're going to get to in a minute Well, okay, just to be clear I don't think it's her employer I think it's her employer who's like Oh my gosh, we don't want to be seen as racist Instead of like researching yeah. the, instead it's of it's
2: definitely like, the white people who are like I don't know about the nuances here But I don't want to offend anybody Let's yeah,
1: just go oh, apologize Yeah, yeah they, like, they didn't even like I, it's, I feel like they didn't even watch their own episode uh, Or the news And don't they broadcast the news? <laughs> <laughs>
2: But let's be real Like American news Is not talking about
1: Hindu nationalism No they're not um, mm, I feel like the Padmavati Thing was a bit Of an international News story But maybe ABC news Was like but Too busy keeping it Blackish It may have made a
2: blip On the radar But not enough To get the attention Of the network heads For sure
1: I think that they were Too busy keeping Blackish from posting Their Black Lives Matter Episode
0: Are we starting there? <laughs> <laughs> no Just de- okay,
1: okay. and we're rewinding rewinding <laughs> <laughs> okay Priyanka and Nick Jonas is where I would like to begin at first I was like I've dated somebody 10 years younger than me you go girl a little bit now the guy I dated was a sociopath but <laughs> You go You got Nick Jonas He's hot His last album was hot He's doing great stuff Good for her And also he took his purity rings off So Hey
0: I was gonna say uh, I feel like Nick Jonas is the most sexualized of all the Jonas brothers And now I need to vomit after saying that
2: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately though that is true
0: That is true And there's been many a story about his penis Mostly coming from Joe Jonas, and it's I think it's a what penis envy thing. I'm not gonna research it. We're not gonna post it. Look it up on your own time. so your own browser history. Can be as fucked up as mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I agree on the Cougar standpoint. Team Cougar here, and uh,
1: Panther because she's not over forty. Oh, is that the There world? are a different like war or Panther or something like
0: that. Team okay. Big Pussy. Can I just <laughs>
2: Okay, I was about to say that I am not a fan of any of these terms, but that, just put it in context, I'm fine with it now.
0: (laughs)
1: You work that. Go.
0: I mean, I didn't want to say old pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So Team Big Cat, I'm for Team Big Cat, and um, I feel like, I honestly don't care about celebrity love lives, but this clocked my attention because people on the internet are stupid. And so, (laughs) wait. is this news to you? You know what I mean? So, you guys know we have a Twitter feed. You should be following us at Jilted Indian Pod. And we tweet all these things that are relevant to Daisy Hood and and the diaspora, diaspora. uh, For those of you who still get on me about it, it's my mouth. I'm going to use it how I want to. So, apparently, they met up at the Met Gala, which is where I want to go to next. Um, they met up at the Met Gala, and now she's met his family or some such, and and who cares? Like, honestly, who cares? But people on the internet were like, those Hindu nationalists, and that's where we'll end on this Quantico episode, but these Hindu nationalists were just like, like, just really racist and really old-school thinking, and I'm just like, girl, like, that caught my attention, I'm just like, oh, you're policing her existence now. Wait, know? so they're mad at her for being with a white dude? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, okay. Yeah, when there are so many her fans back home, and I'm like, don't act like y'all don't want to climb Nick Jonas, your damn
1: self, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to consult your feelings. Um, with her and Blair Underwood on the Quantico show, I really needed that to be a couple, and like they were getting close to it, I think, but like, you already saw this in her acting in a fictional show. So but that's different from she's real like, life. She's an icon. So she's for that. not allowed to be with a beefy white dude who puts out platinum selling albums. Okay, okay. okay.
0: Well, I don't know. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know about Bollywood as much as. Well, I don't know about Bollywood. So I don't know if there's any scandals, dating scandals from her time back then. Or if she let if she when she did date, she didn't tell anybody. So now, like, what are you offended about? I also don't care. Like, I need to know, but I don't care. You know, like what? It's not going to be based on any reason. We need to know so we can be dismissive of it. Yeah, <laughs> we want it. We want to be true. We want to let you know why we hate you. Like, give us the reason.
1: <laughs> I don't think they need to give us the reason. The idea that they're being such little shitheads about it. I want to say bitches, but I don't want to genderize this. Y'all are being little shitheads. Uh, about who she's dating because you want to own your women. You want to have this white sorry bullshit. You want to keep your Indians pure. I remember when Richard Gere kissed Rai on the cheek oh and the, God, and the yes. giant turmoil that caught, they wanted to fucking kill him. You don't own your women. You don't own your women. In fact, you just look more and more unattractive to Indian women the more you fucking bitch about this shit.
0: Everybody should follow Terry Crews' sage words Somebody asked him a question on one of these talk shows And his response What advice would you give to people about toxic masculinity Some such thing And he said Everybody needs to understand you can't control what you love and I was just I like
1: love. <laughs> swoon. That's so, amazing. So
0: if you're trying to control her, syllogistically so you don't love her. So you know, get get. I feel like they're okay with that, though. Yeah, yeah. So we hate you anyway. But
1: get back to Nick Jonas's deck. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something about control. Control. <laughs> you could say something about pussy control. Okay, pussy <laughs> control i love you prince that's love right there anyway uh no I, you 100 are right you can't want to control someone and love them at the same time love is a choice on the behalf of the person who you love like it's their choice to love back you're not giving them a choice when you're trying to control them so that's pretty typically indian toxic masculine the sooner they can address that the better Oh, by the way, I think the women are kind of getting it. Like, they're being awesome over there in India. I'm seeing more media of women calling out men for their shitty behavior. So I feel like there's going to be that period of turmoil where they desperately cling to their identification of what a man is. And then women are going to stop screwing them. And then they're going to be violent toward them. And then women are going to rise up even stronger and bigger. And then a couple of tiny little bitches will be left and then, you know, they'll be eradicated. That's at least how I see everything (laughs) going with women's empowerment until only a few tiny little bitches are left. I feel like that's what's happening right now. It's like, okay, you can can fight this, I guess, but you're just going to be one of the tiny little bitches left. Um, And I think that's what's going on in India. And, you know, the westernization of the globe, I feel like other cultures are picking up on what, we do over here except they do it in an exponential speed you know we took forever to do it and i feel like other cultures are seeing what's happening over here and they're like okay we're on that we're on we're on board we're gonna do this so i feel like the women in india are like coming with it when it comes to that bullshit
0: and and just to divert to my adopted culture the korean culture uh, <laughs> if you look at the span of when their government stopped literally censoring their TV, to now. I'm currently very invested in Miss Hammurabi, which is a Korean drama about a judge. And the episodes are very... Here's the plight of Korean women you shit don't understand. And it's about sexual harassment, economic abuse, rules of the sisterhood being broken, Me Too movement, episode after episode. After. And it's very melodramatic. And sometimes I'm like, they're playing this too much. But it's just... What you're saying is correct, because it's only been one and a half generations since that switch, right? Since the Korean War, and then after that until like 1992, they had censorship. It happens rapidly when you have open borders, diplomatic relations, and a sharing of culture and the Internet, right? Right. it's only been, what, two generations since we stopped having censorship, right? Yeah. It was in the 50s, 60s? In India and in Korea, from my understanding and what I've read, it's like very conglomerate ownership of media and things like that. So now, now while you do have open communication, you have very bought messaging, right? Right. So back to Nick Jonas's dick. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme in our episode, guys.
0: He, has, he wears pants with dick prints. I'm sorry. You put it out there, I'm going to look. So I've been looking on my phone at pictures of the two of them. And I must say, they do make a very dapperly dressed couple. I personally love a man who can dress. Can you match my style? Yes, you Mm. can. So I also love that he is either always touching her, walking at the same, you know, parallel to her stride, or behind her in all of these pictures. We know big pussy when we see it, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She is clearly a boss and he does not try to encroach on her bossness yes. because let's be real nick jonas may have had a boy band he may have had you know fame here she's a fucking international star superstar so, superstar so like he acknowledges how grandiose she is
0: yeah like you're big in america she's big worldwide like it's like beyonce dating the milkman you know it's like <laughs> no 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 it when you see it you right. know and okay, so the Met Gala, Priyanka's been slaying it, but at the Met Gala last year, there's that iconic picture of that really Inspector Gadget collared coat, one shoulder with a huge looped train, and her and Nick Jonas together. So may, they may have been, you know, getting to know each other since 2017. Right. But her Met Gala outfit this year, um, I don't know if you guys saw the theme. Oh, yeah. Theme for the Met Gala was Heavenly Bodies Fashion in the Catholic Imagination and she comes with this red velvet tulip cut to the floor dress and the gold headpiece that I was just like if you can't wear your Indian jewelry how else are you going to wear boss jewelry and she did it and <laughs> I loved it but did you know that Deepika was also at the Met Gala this yeah, year she looked I angry. did not know that and her dress was also red and it had it's a strapless dress but it has this elegant bow on one shoulder and a slit that literally comes up to where the pelvic bone meets the leg bone Mm -hmm. and the train on the met carpet is nine or ten steps long right stairs long and the interesting thing was that priyanka is loved in India. And so everybody on the internet, again, the internet, the Twitters, was just like, oh my God, she's laid with this mantle. And then they booed Deepika, because they still ain't over Padmavad. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, like they maligned her. And I'm like, not look at that dress. <laughs> we don't
1: need no haters. <laughs> yeah, like fuck off. Deepika is getting more popularity over here. So I really do hope she makes it big in America where people don't want to kill her for whatever she makes, you know? But I really did love these fashions because I was raised Catholic and I got double enjoyment. I got to see what designers did with the theme. And they, I mean, I feel like a lot of designers went all the way out. Like, did you see Lena Waite's gay pride flag? It's a priestly cloak, I think. Mm-hmm. And I have to like look at it again, but slate, right? Then I got to have the double enjoyment of, watching Catholics freak out. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop
0: wearing my religion as a, as a commodity. is capitalism. It's what, not a fashion. It's
2: not a choice. <laughs> which was hilarious because the Catholic Church not only signed off on this, but donated items to the Met for this event. Like it could not have been more sanctioned.
0: And also, I feel a lot of the backlash is directed to these three specific women I'm going to name other than Deepika because that's a separate backlash. Nicki Minaj for dressing as the devil. Mm. Rihanna for dressing as the pope I want. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag my pope. (laughs) And Cardi B for coming as a pregnant Madonna. Uh, Like, people were in arms about those three specific women. And I'm like, was it the melanin?
1: It was the melanin. You can't handle a black woman doing something so brazen with your predominantly white stolen faith get over it jesus was brown that was my
2: favorite part of the criticism was all the insane bitching about like people of color using and i'm like you realize that the catholic church fucking went around the world and forced itself on people of color everywhere in the world you don't get to act like they are appropriating your fucking culture get out of here come on
1: and and jesus was brown can we all of them more brown you took it to Europe, and then you made European art where he was white, and you all start to think that he's white. Yeah, and- like
2: if anybody appropriated Christianity, it was the white. It people. It was the
1: white people. So you, why don't you get, why don't you go into your corner, and and cross your arms like a child with behavioral disorders, and and harumph to yourself, goddamn, until you can, until you're like over it and you can rejoin society.
0: And don't you dare enjoy harumphing. <laughs> I have two things to say. One, today is the day after Beyonce dropped the Ape Shit album. (laughs) And the theme of that music video, if you have not, sorry, the theme of that piece of art that she yeah. put out um, in the Louvre represents the, the brown and black bodies in a space by predominantly white-only colonialist art. And what Anju was just saying about, though you forced your shit on us and then only represented yourself and then excised us from the space that you forced us to inhabit. So I feel like that's, the ba- that's what that backlash is. You know, but also Nikki Minaj Kim is the fucking devil and the only one to do it. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Lil sis Sendaiya coming as Joan of Arc. Slay, girl, slay. Yeah. Okay, we can move on from the Met Gala and touch briefly, speaking of colonials. Before we move on to colonials, nobody got pissed off except me and a couple other people. Roberto Cavalli, I think in 2004, used uh, fabric with Hindu deities on it to make fucking underwear. So, yeah, I want Durga right on my ass, you know? Like, that, her smelling my farts would really get me into moksha heaven, you know? Like... <laughs> So fuck you, Roberto Cavalli. That's a designer I will never wear for that. I don't think he ever apologized. They pulled the line, but I don't think he did. So
1: the difference being who is in power. So colonialism versus the less represented. Mm -hmm. I I just don't think that we could go on a very long conversation. We promised ourselves we would be breezy. (laughs) So we're going to be breezy. Moving on to the wedding, guys. Moving on to the wedding. So the wedding. Even though Priyanka wore
0: that kick-ass spy um, Inspector Gadget coat in 2017. She did not pull off the caper of the year at the royal wedding to return the Cory Noor to India. She attended as a guest. And also, shout out to Amal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Killed it. She was just very sophisticated. She's one of the first guests to arrive. And as the bishop said, who, who presided over the wedding, she literally represents an Indian invited as a guest to a royal wedding. We all know what they did to India and Pakistan. I just thought that was a statement. She just arrived bold as brass in this hat. Cause you know, women have to wear hats to this. Mm-hmm. Oprah had a whole thing. The yeah. dress was too white. The hat didn't match. It was a whole thing, queen. And, um, <laughs> but I just thought the way she respected her best friend, they both became best friends like struggling through the business in America, women of color who are expected to play a certain role, they bonded, right? And so. Everybody before this was hounding her, and she's used to paparazzi coming from India, hounding her. British paparazzi, You're you know, about Priyanka. Priyanka. Okay. Are you in the wedding? Trying to get details out of her and like true BFFs. Like she kept that shit on lock. She's like, ask homie. Like I'm just the guest, you know. And she didn't roll up with Nick Jonas. I don't think she walked. No, she came in by herself. She came in by herself. So actually, I think the
2: Nick Jonas news broke right after the wedding. <laughs> they she even kept that on lock until after the wedding, so it didn't. I mean, I don't know if it was intentional, but it felt like it was intentional.
1: Either that or non-disclosure agreements were involved. But like, I think everybody being invited to the wedding, I bet you a million gazillion bo-billion dollars that there had to be some sort of non-disclosure agreement involved because if you watched the wedding and watched... How much black pride was in it that would have been leaked by somebody who was involved? Like, oh my god, I'm a part of the choir who's gonna sing Stand By Me, and I'm a part of the wedding, ah! you know. Like, obviously, you oh, know, I'm sure there yeah, are NDAs for that, they kind were of thing. pumped, yeah. I'm sure there's NDAs involved, but then and then the cellist who was in BBC Proms, that featured cellist from BBC Proms, and he was a gorgeous musician playing, I believe, Shostakovich. Like, they really. Did keep it on lock So I bet you the guests Were in on that as well Because it was being Broadcast everywhere Shout
0: out to Barrister Who wrote that NDA agreement who probably learned from Beyoncé's attorney. Yeah, yeah. NDA And agreement game. She kept an entire fucking album on lock and a video that she rented out of the Louvre to film. <laughs> Nobody spilled shit. So speaking of Colonials, did y'all catch that episode of Quantico that got some backlash from Disney that we've been foreshadowing? I did not. But I heard about it, and I followed the backlash
2: news.
1: Same with me. And y'all should understand, Anju, Puja and I talk via text or direct message. Every single day. Like, this shit rains on us every day. We find alerts for this sort of thing going on. So it was kind of like Padmavati. And I was like, is this what I think it is? And and I'll send a link or they'll send a link to us. uh, And then we'll...
2: In this case, it started with the apology. And we're like, what is she apologizing for? What is she
1: apologizing for? So let's get to the bottom of this. And it turns out it's for nothing.
0: Exactly for nothing. So for those of you who don't watch Quantico, and
1: we believe there are many of you. um, Me.
0: (laughs) I watched it though. So one third of potential audience members watch (laughs) the show. (laughs) And in this particular episode, what she was apologizing for was a plot themed around Hindu nationalist terrorism. So I watched the episode. Thank you very much. I need my reparations. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Basically, what had happened was there was a plot to blow up the Kashmiri summit, where the only two attendees is India and Pakistan, maybe some other diplomatic course. They never got into that because, you know, writing's bad. So they they are alerted to a missing professor who stole some uranium, and this professor happens to be a nuclear physicist. Now, backstory: she stole it because they kidnapped her family. Her kid's diabetic. That's how they found it. They filled a script. So terrorist cell asks this professor to build a nuclear warhead and the chatter was they're going to blow up this kashmiri summit and everybody was basically racially profiling the pakistanis assuming it was going to be muslim quote i'm using quote marks muslim terrorism and uh the old okie doke it turned out to be hindu nationalist terrorism and everybody was on the screen even deep were they framing it the pakistanis or did did they yes okay yes so you have agents breaking into a diplomat's room, going through diplomatic mail, trying to find a, the, whatever, the catalyst, the warhead, the pretty button for the bomb. And then you have, like, the South Asian American gentleman on the show sitting there with words written. We looked it up, written by three white men. This episode was written by three white men, saying shit like, I hate, you know, I hate Pakistanis. They killed my gr- uncle's mother. Like, your grandma. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. So, so my problem with it is, while that may be true, I know maybe two people in my life who could say I hate such and such because they killed such and such, and that's mostly because they just came from that country.
1: Yes, the whole country is against your grandmother. Yeah. Like, that was their thing they wanted to do to get in India. Yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, you're not... Anyway, we can get into geopolitical politics in episode 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but.
2: But, so... It but t- the rebuttal to his, I hate them because they killed my, whatever, good aunt, was... Was
0: Priyanka Chopra's character basically saying, Nah, shoddy, this ain't, this ain't about you, and is your solution to this to continue that cycle, that trauma of yourself, essentially. They gave her the right words. Anyway, so they figure out it's the Hindu nationalists, and I kid you not, America, if you're listening, that the line that, that people were in an uproar about was when she said, no, it's Hindu nationalists.
2: <laughs> like that was So the, the whole <laughs> plot was Muslim terrorists, and then in the, the last 30 seconds, there's one line that makes it Hindu nationalist instead. Yeah, and
0: yeah, that's what it is. They're like, we were looking at the wrong guys. And, oh, the terrorists saw, we never thought to ask them that religion. Like, the writing is so bad on this, and that's what she should have apologized for. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't read the apology because I felt like she shouldn't have had to give one, so I don't know what it says. But if she had not said, so I'm sorry, these white men fucked, me over like that accepted
1: (laughs) she doesn't need to apologize for the white men because haven't we been doing that all our fucking lives so I think the white men should apologize for trying to write a script about something they know nothing about
2: but that's not even really the point the backlash was hindu nationalists getting upset about the fact that they were portrayed in a negative light mind you we've done an entire episode about padmati so the fact that these people are violent radicalists is already a fact and the fact that sure white dudes try to write a story about it surprisingly lacking nuance and yet they did try to write a story about something that is actually happening and that's what she had to apologize for and she should that's Something she should never Apologize for Not only did like, white people Screw her over No This is the fucking truth If you don't like it Go look in the goddamn mirror Like that's it
0: Sorry If you didn't hear that noise That was the mic dropping In front of Angie's mouth <laughs> Um <laughs> Also, I don't think the character playing deep issued a fucking apology, (laughs) did he? No, (laughs) it was only her. And I I would like to believe that she influenced the storyline somehow. Like, oh, did you know about Hindu nationalists in passing? And Maybe that influenced the storyline. We don't know. And here she's out trying. Like, if that's the case, then you just knock somebody down trying to dig a trench for us. And fuck you for that.
1: I 100% believe that Priyanka signed off on this because you know it's a fucking fact. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that she probably saw this script and wanted to do. I, I wonder how much like, she was involved. Because how would
2: white dudes even know this was a thing that was happening in India? Come yes.
1: on. Yes. Uh, well, beca- and, and it's especially important because of the political, you know, PM Modi hugging Trump and all this bullshit. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't it's mean like to make you vomit. Fella. Sorry, yeah, like two chodes hugging each other on the in the motherland. So, like, I just, you know, whatever tummy sticks game they're playing, I just Priyanka is aware that this is something that needs to be addressed. (laughs) (laughs) And and going back to
0: Padmavati, the reason she has to address it and apologize to these whack jobs is. Because let's not forget, Deepika got credible death threats, beheading threats. From From people in
2: power. A politician who was in power. Not like random dudes on the internet.
0: Yeah, calling for like fatwa shit. This is the 21st century motherfucker. Uh, Anyway, anyway, geopolitical coming episode 10. Yeah. Uh (laughs) But I just, the reason she had to apologize was because her literal safety, we talked about earlier, she's an international movie star. And her safety anywhere could be compromised because whack jobs exist everywhere. So for that reason, we understood why it had to be done, but it still feels like a nasty appeasement. You know, it's like the victim here is doing the apologizing, you know, and that angers me. And also, I didn't hear these fucking Hindu nationalists getting all pissed off when 24 was this sloppy with shit. Fuck I, y'all. I
2: like to think, though, that like she did this on purpose. Like she did this on purpose to raise awareness and then knowing she was going to have to issue an apology. But it's like, you know, in like courtroom dramas where the lawyer says a thing that they know that they're going to have to be like strike from the record. But now it's in the jury's head. I like to think she did that on purpose.
1: Point to Priyanka. I will say I do hope that her apology is only a sponsor related thing because they're going to give her another headlining show. Like, give her something for that bullshit. She deserves it. Give her another headline show on another network. Something. Because she deserves it. She deserves oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, I saw Baywatch, finally. I know nobody, had, nobody else you did.
0: You are her super fan. I am a super
1: <laughs> fan, okay? I, I can't. It's like, once I watch a show, I am committed to the end, and I just can't give it up, right? So, I watched it. The Rock was hot, of course, in it. It was... Funny in places. it was really awful, actually. But Priyanka was an excellent villain. She was an excellent, heartless, heartless fucking villain. And I think she needs to be given more opportunities, and she needs to be given better writers. Yes. give her some better fucking writers.:
0: I'm available. Uh, <laughs> but also, just one good thing about Quantico We'll leave on a good note. Well, you know, there was a lot of English. In this episode. And, and from, you know, I'm not Indian. Hindi isn't my language, but it still was fucking cool to watch. On <laughs> A, B, motherfucking C. English was being spoken between five different characters. That's awesome. You know, and, and it just Priyanka, honey, let me work for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> that sounded really like
1: weird. But anyway, I'll get your coffees. <laughs> I'll do whatever. Just like let us get our foot in the door and let Brown Writers write for you because God. Going on to the next thing
0: so this new segment is called get away come here now the point of this is it's kind of like the shade tree where if you guys remember we just put someone under there and read them to filth so this time we want to you know give the bitter with the sweet the good with the bad and so we want to also provide a public service where we warn you to get away from certain people and who is safe to be around
1: (laughs) you're welcome yes you are welcome for those of you who are under a rock how can you not see this shit going down and see how it's bad anyway who is our first get the hell away from here
0: well, we could approach this, as we already know, in the case of the first person, you don't want to be near them. And for others, we can debate. Do we want them to get away, or do we want them to come here? Because there's a line, right? So the first person, obviously, is a getaway. It's Rod Shah is reportedly leaving the White House and his job as deputy press secretary. So get away from everybody. Right. So this is our PSA to let you know
2: he is going to be in the wild shortly. Keep your eyes open.
1: Don't give him a job to do anything important that advances anything. He has uh, burned himself by being a part of this administration, trying to pull an Uncle Bobby. And...
2: Not just being a part of this administration, but being the mouthpiece for an anti-immigrant set of policies, really.
1: While melanin, That is a travesty. A fucking travesty. So... Yeah, get the fuck away from here, Rodshaw. The only redeeming thing
0: that could happen in his specific case is that he goes straight to Bobby Mueller's office and it's like, here, this near was a bug the whole time. <laughs> that is the only way Rodshaw can redeem himself. So Rodshaw is a get
1: away. Yeah, unless you have spy information on Sarah Huckabee Sanders that could send her away for life. <sighs> get away who's next next is the
0: freddie mercury movie Hmm. we've all seen the previews at this point and if you have not heard the prince of zanzibar gets his own biopic Hmm. and um the trailer
2: does look amazing the
0: trailer looks amazing and at this point go watch the trailer okay great you watch it great okay now
2: (laughs) now we're going going to rain on your parade
0: (laughs) Did you know that the producers of this movie, the director as well, the writer, chose not to discuss Freddie Mercury's homosexuality in this movie? And in case you... Uh, again, if that rock you lived under was big and there were multiple people there, you may not have heard that Freddie Mercury is the brown gay icon of our generation. So- I mean,
2: have you listened to Queen? I don't feel like...
0: And I've- are you blind? Like, maybe? That's Maybe. And I feel... I, I want to support it because, again, this is a brown man who has an indelible mark on the world getting a biopic for the first time. I want to reward that thinking. Plus, they didn't hire a white dude to play him. Ex- I, 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 two things to reward, right? Yes. Two things to reward. But the erasure, to me, negates all of that. The erasure of his, that identity erases all of that and so are they addressing the aids they have to be if you watch the preview he he's made up to look thinner and thinner so as how do was. they
2: explain i mean he was a gay man in the 80s who died of aids like how is that that's the story
1: they would have to be talking about somebody else entirely if they left out his homosexuality his having aids dealing with that And I think that, you know, Freddie Mercury, if you look at him, he's one of those brown people that can pass as white.
2: He's actually entirely Indian. Um, His parents were Parsi. His birth name is Farouk Bulsara. So there. (laughs) From Gujarat. His parents were from Gujarat.
1: So there. (laughs) Uh, so he, I think he passed as white for a very, very long time. And I don't think people knew. And his name is Freddie Mercury.
2: And he spent most of his childhood in India, which is extra interesting for him to have
0: passed his wife for so long.
1: Give us our brown gay icon, motherfuckers.
0: Give us a Freddie Mercury biopic. Like, like people need to know. (laughs) People need to know. Like you, people who worship Queen, and who may be anti-immigrant, we know that intersects, like you because of the passing. Like you may not know, you know, we will rock you as the anthem of sports games where patriotism is great, you know, and we are the champions, the champions and all that stuff, written by an Indian man. Yeah. OK? So an immigrant. <laughs> if you will. So, so that's why I personally am really up in arms about this, because Freddie Mercury was like prince you know such a genius and you have to do right by that legacy that he left behind and and the okay 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 mm-hmm. here's the here's the thing this is the first time they're trying leave that door open
1: and as somebody who knows freddie
0: will come in with the right project
1: right or maybe we wait and see what the movie did with his story and we hope that they shine a light on his lineage and maybe even who his parents were, maybe where he came from, maybe they p- make that part of the story. I'm hoping. Let's be optimistic and hope that they <laughs> but do that it right. Doesn't
2: address the erasure of his
1: homosexuality. Yeah, yeah. Right. like I, I, and you know what's funny is they say his wild party lifestyle. Would it have been that wild if I don't know? Say, gay people were not marginalized, marginalized as a community. Maybe is it wild because you guys didn't accept him for who he was and he lived in that culture maybe probably
2: that and also it was the 80s
1: yeah it was the 80s so yay um let's find out what happens with that that's a maybe can we talk about a come here come over here get over here (laughs)
0: oh oh, okay i have a backhanded come over here what is that it's come over here you and security council (laughs) please yes four. What what do you call it? Blackballing, shutting out, shutting shunning. down. Shunning. What's called a shunning? Yeah, shunning Nikki Nimrata yeah. when she came around to try and push this administration's bullshit to get people to vote on um, not blaming Israel for the violence in Gaza um, and also for separating parents at the border from their children so come here UN Security Council let's let's have some tea shall we
1: (laughs) yes like I'm constantly thinking about where we are in reference to other totalitarian regime histories and we are starting to see other countries speak out other like large organizations speak out against we are speaking out against what's going on here and nobody has the ovaries to stop this fucking madman from continually doing all this evil 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 shit and everybody all the most anyone's doing is tweeting you know what i mean like it's we have people raising money to reunite the children with their parents we have You know, people doing marches like our hopefully future senator of Texas, Beto O'Rourke, is doing a march with Lupe Valdez, hopefully our future governor, down to Tornillo to see what's going on over there and demanding action. And oh so fucking evil like yeah we need the un to come over here and just take shit over like who's the country that's gonna take out our saddam you know what i mean <laughs> who's the country that's gonna take out our saddam because we this guy is pure fucking evil and yeah oh my yeah, Mex- <laughs> mexico <laughs> help, help. <laughs> and so um yeah. Can you do that Cinco de Mayo thing over again? Yes. Can you stop the Confederacy again and do the Cinco de Mayo? Can we have another Cinco de Mayo and call it Cinco de July and, <laughs> and get him out of here for good? We are. We, I mean,
2: we do already have a holiday for American liberation. I feel like July we could 5th just... would
1: be a perfect time to take it back, to <laughs> take it back. Let's have a July 5th, please. So our
0: next Person in our get outcome here is probably also a unanimous one, and it's gonna be a come here. It's our Pana Nancharla, <laughs> our secret deity, or maybe our peer, we don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish it was like, you know, in um, other cultures, they have a reference point if you are a senior to somebody in your field. You know, you have a specific type, like in Korean, it's sunbae, and Hubei means the junior. So you could be younger in the senior position. So I wish there was that, to be like, hey there, trendsetter, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey there, senior sister. Oh, she was born in 1982. Hey there, contemporary. <laughs> hey there, successful contemporary. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, if you have been, you know, looking... She has a really great origin story posted in the Washington Post, which they talk about, oh, my God, I can't believe, I mean, I can, but I can't in that detail with which she had anxiety as a child growing up. And you would never, ever, 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 ever ever think that somebody like that would grow up to become a stand-up comedian who's just killing it with the mental health jokes. I mean, if you saw her uh, special on Netflix, The Stand-Ups, so funny, and just pictures of her from her dad's camera. I just loved everything about that story. Like, photo credit, Aparna's dad, you know, and they had Mr. noncharlo's name there, and it was really cool to see like her rise put into prose. Also, she's had a lot of stuff going on lately. I feel like she's killing it with um, corporate. We and did share
2: st- that article, by the way, on our Facebook page, and yeah. I think on Twitter. So
1: yeah, so check it out. And between her being in corporate, between her doing that, and she's still touring. We're all going to go see her in Austin this fall. Late summer. (laughs) We're all going to go see her this late summer uh, in Austin. And that'll be fun. So please, hopefully, Pooja and I won't. uh, We'll have ourselves together. Uh, Anju will be there to help us keep our shit together. So we won't have a, a whole interviewing of the comedian without permission to share the recording thing like we would with hari but you know that's going to be really fun i think she's great and i'm glad she's a force in our world
0: narrator puja will not have her shit together <laughs> <laughs> none of them will yeah probably. but side note if y'all know her we want to interview her we would love to interview her i echo miranda's sentiments about i'm appreciative of her specific voice about anxiety and depression from a brown woman. Just like I'm very appreciative of Padma Lakshmi talking about endometriosis because, you know, fertility is a hushed up topic among Indian women, right? So I appreciate these brown women using their voices and the cultural barriers pushing through that to talk about this. So hopefully you guys are loving our partner as well and you are taking her advice, seeking therapy, that's my advice too yes. and <laughs> and just owning your shit stepping back being you know practicing gratitude she does that a lot on the tweets and she also you know writes really great opinion pieces for the New York Times once in a while so she's a definite come here for me as well
1: yay hey. yeah all right can we talk about our political come heres We have Krishanti Vinyaraja who's about to do the by the time we air this, the primary may have already taken place. But we want to give a shout out to Haral in Arizona, who's running for senator. Krishanti vinyaraja is running for governor in Maryland, and that's it for our the big time Desi elections. I believe Pramila Jayapal's sister was, was recently just elected. Recently in elected, yes. There are two. Uh, and I just, I'm just loving, like...
2: They're taking it over one state at a time. Yeah. Washington, Oregon, they're just going to keep coming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Watch we out. We hope. Watch out. Please. Uh, yes, more of you, please. Save us. That's my... Come on over. They're already here. They're already doing shit.
0: And to add on to, to the come on over for Krishanti... Hey, sis, I really love the way you backhanded, talked about people coming, trolling on you at Twitter and Facebook with their racist bullshit. In case you missed it, we shared it on our Facebook that uh, she just basically did one of those segments from Jimmy Kimmel called main tweets, except the tweets were like racist hatred, (laughs) you know? And so she addressed them the only way a graceful candidate for governor would, but I think we all heard the brown-splainy subtext there Mm -hmm. that was the kindest way to say get away, (laughs) you know, from this shit. So I believe, I mean, that was kind of like a tie-in-cheek way to do it, but shine a light on the hate being thrown at you. Like, it's not fun and games. People were threatening Deepika's life. Mm -hmm. People are threatening her way of life, if not her life. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, look at the parallels. Can't exist a brown woman anywhere oh shit um (laughs) anyway so that's another come here um another come here is whatever it is yo come here with y'all many multi-culti comics you are highlighting harry has a special on there arpanas is on there um virdas Virdas is on there Mm -hmm. and also a lot of other asians yeah Hassan, Hassan. other types of Asians. Because, you know, when we say Asian, we mean South or East. And when we say South Asian, we mean South Asian. So that gets (laughs) on my nerves. It gets on my nerves. And this is a getaway for me. Getaway people who don't recognize that during Asian American Heritage Month. Like, fuck you. Like, it's not just
1: East Asians. Like, fuck off, you know? Yeah. Side note, shout out to Ali Wong. Yes. Oh, my God. I just
2: finished watching both of her specials.
1: Yeah, I cry choke laughed like it was it was the picture that you posted on your Instagram. That moment made me like die crying laughing and she kills it every time.
0: I'm, I'm going to let you know what it was. It was the caption. Whoever writes the captions for these, God bless you. Or or universe, bless you. So uh, it, it said, in brackets, imitates queefing. And, so- <laughs>
1: and it was a story about how her friend... that She was just, like, highlighting the horrors of pregnancy and having a child and post postpartum. And uh, how it wrecks your body. Yeah, how it just destroys your body. And I just... I'm so grateful to anybody who highlights how horrific it is because I don't ever want to have a child because that's one of the things you deal with, but nobody talks about it because patriarchy. So I love Ellie Wong for what she did with Baby Cobra and Hard Knocked Wife. That was fantastic hilarious yes. um <laughs> if you haven't seen it check it out what do we what else do we got
0: we got kind of a twofer here that branches off it's Mindy again did Yay. you guys see her or hear her speech at Dartmouth no I didn't okay so Mindy laid down some knowledge about blatantly about being a responsible person of color and wow m- making way and bringing along and she gave Great advice to women that essentially boils down to, why not you? And Mindy, in case you don't know, uh, Dartmouth rarely asks graduates to speak at commencement. The only other person this decade has been Shonda Rhimes, okay? And so they asked Mindy to speak, and her message was, I sat here 15 years ago and asked, why not me? Why not me? I of a show. I produce TV now. Why not? If why not me, why not you? So, Mindy, darling, come here. Come more here if that's who you are after being a mom. Come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come here. And also, whenever you choose to release a picture of uh, Catherine, I know it's going to be baby fashion all time, every time, and I honestly look forward to that because tiny little baby clothes make me happy. <laughs> and um, also, branching off, Mindy is in Ocean's 8, which yeah. has to be oh a come here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With your girl, Rihanna and Aquafina. I just feel like there's a, yeah, there's a really good representation in that film, and I just love the interviews, oh my god, the interviews. So, I have been
2: a huge Sarah Paulson fan since, like, 1998, when she was in Jack and Jill, so her pretty much owning all of these interviews is making me super happy.
1: Yeah, and she, you know, like, she was talking about how she can't keep her cool around Rihanna. (laughs) Everybody has talked about that. Everybody, like, Mindy would be like, hi, I'm Mindy Kaling. And Rihanna's like, yeah, I know. Like- <laughs> Hashtag my pope. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anne Hathaway was talking about how Rihanna was complimenting her body. And it was, I feel like the whole cast is just wanting Rihanna to like them. Yes. <laughs> like, she's a huge international star. And they're all stars in their own right. But they, like, recognize a queen when they see one. And-
2: my, my favorite part, I think, was Sondra Billick and Kate... Blanchett talking about the Rihanna thing and how like and I'm trying to keep their cool and they're like Paulson just like keeps singing it, her songs to her badly. Like, <laughs> I mean we're all doing it in our heads but she's doing it out loud.
1: <laughs> and she's like her shoulders start like hopping up and she's like Where 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 where." and she can't keep it together and they I just know these women had like the best time making this movie and I love Mindy's interviews about it. She was talking about how these women are in like these gorgeous gowns and she's like in a cook's uniform in the, <laughs> in the bottom of the Met before whatever scheme they know, spoiler alerts, before whatever scheme they're about to do. I can't wait to watch this film. It's Me I'm excited too. to do it. What else do we got?
0: Our final one, and we actually will be doing an entire segment on this, is Vir Di Wedding, the new movie that's come out. You guys, go watch a preview. We'll wait. Okay, so So if you have not seen this preview, it's Priyanka Chopra is heading a cast of gorgeous women of multiple sizes, but not shades, we'll get there, we'll get there, in a raunchy, all-female, kind of girl's trip slash bridesmaids, Bollywood film. They say fuck in the preview. They talk about premarital sex. They talk about shitty marriages. They express the fear of not wanting to get married. They dress for their bodies. And they are drinking openly. I want more of this in America. (laughs) (laughs) And India. Oh, yeah, and India. But, like, yo, India beat America to something.
1: (laughs) Right, we are gonna watch that film because hell yes, can we, uh,
2: can we talk about the running Twitter joke about how people were complaining after watching the movie that they took their grandmother and they were horrified? Like, it was literally word for word the same tweet from like <laughs> 10 different people, and everybody's like, Why is everybody taking their grandmother to see this movie?
1: <laughs> you, it was very Mulan, you just honor me, and I'm just like, Oh. Fuck off. I bet you your grandmother did some dirty shit too. You just don't know about it.
0: If you are a woman from my family, you'd be sitting there being like, Yeah. I, I and for I know podcast is not a visual medium, but I put my fist up in the air, so <laughs> hesitantly. Yes.
1: Oh man. Well, that was a really fun game. And this has been a another episode of Daisy News from the Jilted Indian Podcast.
2: This is the Jilted Indian Podcast do, 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 signing off. Do,
0: do. This is Anju. Pooja. Do, do, do,
1: do, do, do. And Miranda.
0: <laughs> we came in love and courage. You go in peace and power.